Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. Scary. This is our Tiki Caliente 7 episode. Oh, I was like, it's our 7th episode? Jeez. No, it's <laughs> our 329th episode. Wow, that's what it feels like. But it is the 7th Tiki Caliente. Well, Tiki Caliente 7 is just around the corner, May 14th through 17th in wonderful Palm Springs. We're going to talk about that just the whole show. And how show. many have you been to? Uh, six of them. So I missed I've the been, first so one. So I've been to five of them. Yes. Because I came the year after. Yes. Yeah. So I. So you've almost been there for the whole thing. Yes. And, Good uh, times. And uh, and I and I just I missed the first. Well, technically, I believe there were only six. Ah, oh, well. Whatever. You know. He's yeah. been to most of them, and so have yeah. I. So uh, we have an interview with Rory Snyder. We have an interview with uh, Kari and Matthew mm-hmm. from Poly High. Yes. Polytechnic University. Strict um, teachers. Yeah, they're very strict. They like to spank. Uh, with rulers. Yes, we like that. And and then they, they make you do shots. <laughs> it's so hard. Uh, we also have an interview with um, uh, listener Felix that we ran into at the International Tiki Marketplace. Um, this oh, could be a long episode. We almost it is. This episode is going to go well over the, well over the normal hour. Wow, good times. Doesn't happen very often. Um, we have a cocktail because that's yes. what we always do here. So whether you join us for the tiki, the kitsch, the conversation, or the cocktails. The fact uh, that we're dumbasses. We do always start with the cocktail. So yeah. we are drinking. Uh, it, cheers. Does not have a name yet, um, but it is one of the two cocktails sponsored by Selva Ray Rum mm-hmm. that we will be serving at Tiki Caliente. So if you go to the event and you and you arrive uh, the pre-kickoff night, which is Thursday. So the event is really Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but yeah. Thursday is already great entertainment, and like Thursday is, is truly the beginning of the event I think, now. And I think actually Thursday is the most fun. I like Thursday. Yeah, I like being there early. And, a, a few less people. Yeah. A few less people, and um, I think it's going to be an outstanding evening. Not just because we're kicking it off with our room party and serving this drink, um, but the Martini Kings are like the and kickoff I, The Martini band. Kings are my favorite. So uh, this is the Selva Ray Cacao Rum, mm-hmm. so it's a great chocolate-infused rum. And it is chocolate. With a vanilla-infused rum as well. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it has uh, walnut bitters and uh, mini marshmallows, and it is as close to uh, Rocky, Rocky Road, Road ice cream in alcohol form and as I could figure out so far. I mean, it does smell just like Rocky Road ice cream, I think. So we'll have to think of a clever name for it. Yes. Yeah. And it's I, not a tiki drink per se, but no. it is an outstanding spirit forward. Yeah. Um, and you know, it is that it because it's chocolate and vanilla. It is kind of a dessert drink, but it's it's not too thick like no, sweet drinks, and it's not it too sweet. And it's unique, yeah, yeah. Because I don't like sweet drinks, and this is um, it's sweet, but it's not like cloying. You know, like it doesn't have cream in it or whip in whipped cream. I, did, and, I, w- I thought about adding yeah. cream, and I just didn't want to go there. But I think cream would be good in it. But um, it's a nice drink. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. So that's that's our cocktail. Again, it doesn't have a name, but you can play with those ingredients that I listed. Now, Starshine looked up and verified that uh, Rocky Road ice cream is actually made with almonds and not walnuts. Yes. Um, I don't know if there is an almond bitter or... Uh, I know there is an almond liqueur, so I still have room to play with you can, this. We can test it next week. You can always perfect a recipe yes. before showing it to the masses. Yes. 
So we'll have to try it with almond. And that's next what week. we'll do. Um, so thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We are skipping the mail segment completely this week because, because we did already so much shit. Yeah. There's no room for it. That's There's no right. room for your sack in this episode. Uh, no room uh, because we have all the interviews uh, to play plus. Um, music from all of the bands. So uh, let's go straight to some of that. Um, there are nine musical acts playing over the weekend at Tiki Caliente, and uh, let's hear two of them now. Let's hear uh, the Jimmy Psycho Experience. No, sorry, the Jimmy Psycho Experiment and his uh, song. I'm sure it's an experience too. <laughs> Psycho Sweet. <laughs> and then also. We're going to hear Jason Aramoto, and he does a ukulele version of Take On Me. Lovely. It's like Tiki in the 80s. Yes. How, how... And he was in the lobby at Mod, right? He was, Yeah, yes. he was good. I so, liked him. So how could you go wrong yeah. with that? So here's some of the music from the event. Uh, don't forget to go to www.tiki-caliente.com to book, get your mugs, get more information. We'll be right back.
talking away. I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. Today's another day to find you and shine away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Snyder, Sunshine, and Starshine here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. This is, Aloha. Yeah, this is where you talk, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> he can't see us. He doesn't know. Uh, we couldn't wait to get you into the lounge, technically speaking, uh, to talk to you about Tiki Caliente 7. This is coming up fast. I'm ready to talk. Let's talk about some powerful stuff going on. Well, first of all, we'll just tell all the listeners again that the event is May 14th through 17th in Palm Springs at the Caliente Tropics, and I think everybody knows that. Gosh, I hope I asked for those days off work. You, I know you got I those days off work. I might have asked for the You're week good. before. <laughs> uh, we have our we have our room booked, and we're we're ready to be entertained by everything you throw at us, Rory. So, um, I I want to start with talking to you about um, the booze. Can we start with the booze? The, the best part. Let's do it. So, Rory, uh, you have yeah. Lost Lost Spirits is one of your alcohol oh, sponsors Jesus, this year. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lost uh, Spirits we used for Mod last year. We'll be on once again. So uh, we want to definitely support these guys. Local uh, manufacturing, great product. Mad scientist who can make a 20-year rum in, from what I heard, six days with the way they actually produce it. So 
we're very excited about having them on board and doing some cool cocktails with their Navy rum and their Polynesian rum. Wait, yeah, are they is are they based out of New York, Los Angeles? So coincidentally, I was I was listening to one of my science podcasts some time ago, and they were talking about lost spirits, and I did not put the two and two together yeah. that that was the rum we were drinking last year at Mod. Well, um, I can understand that because I, I could. Uh, that was a fun party, and I think also that same night, uh, uh, one of our good friends, Rod, was a shipman. Thought somebody stole one of his glasses from his room party, and I think that was actually me that got drunk and left the room and put it on the side of the pool when I passed out. <laughs> you stole his glass. Yeah, he wasn't happy about that. Uh, you know, it was a good room party when, like, you wake up the next morning and then the front desk calls you to return your wallet. Yeah, <laughs> well, at least they still had your wallet. <laughs> so we know Lost Spirits leads to good things. Um, how about uh, Sino Tequila? Tell, I hear, I hear they have a habanero. No, it's jalapeno. Jalapeno. Revenge cocktail earlier today. That is a, a great tequila. They're going to have all uh, different types, including their jalapeno infused, which is what I'm working with right now, which is powerful stuff. So I'm trying to figure out a way to mellow it out by adding a little silver uh, tequila into this cocktail so it's not just two ounces of pure jalapeno infused. Yeah, we don't need to, like, burn our throats. No, get the pay I'll put the, uh, today's revenge, I'll probably call it or something of that nature. And I want to uh, let people know it's going to be a little heated, but no. Uh, if you drink that thing by itself, you can feel it in your stomach. You can't drink well, it. no, when you do the beauty shot of the cocktail, take it next to a fire extinguisher. Yeah, or a toilet bowl. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that doesn't say good things. I'd still drink it, but that's more of a challenge at that point. Um, okay, now I'm particularly excited about Salvore Rum because we've been mixing with it here in the Zen Tiki Lounge and kind of giving some sneak peek at recipes, both with the cacao and the silver. We're drinking the silver right now in a tropical Falernum passion fruit cocktail that Starshine seems to like. Well, you didn't give me enough of it, quite frankly. I need. Some, there's a lot of ice in here. Well, you, we, you can't have more. I can't shake until we're done talking. Well, Rory, Rory so. needs to talk fast, <laughs> You have to, we gotta make, we, we gotta make this interview quick. Starshine needs another cocktail. It's been a long week. Um, but Selvaray is, is really great stuff, and um, I, I I think I'm finally getting to the exact recipe I want to use with the this cacao rum. Yeah, this, this is um, not cacao rum, though. I'm going with something that's kind of like Rocky Road ice cream. Oh, I like that. Really? Have yes, but not it? blended. It'll be a spirit-forward drink. That is going to taste very similar to Rocky Road ice cream. See, I tend not to like the chocolate, like the sweet chocolatey drink, so we'll have to see if I like this. Well, this is more boozy because okay. it's not it's not uh, blended. It's yeah. not uh, doesn't have cream and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah, all right, in it, we'll so. have to try it out. I've tried it a, a couple different ways, and uh, it's a very very potent cocoa flavor. Yes, it and is. And it's awesome. And I, I've done it dessert and stormy, like a dark and stormy, but using that which worked really well with uh, lime juice and uh, ginger beer with a uh, hint of mint. But it's whatever you mix that with, obviously, you're, you're showing off the, the cocoa because that's not it's not something to hide. Yeah, you can't hide it. It's strong in there. It is, and it's delicious. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's good by itself. Yes. It is. I, I had um, I had a couple shots neat, and I enjoyed that very much. So I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that they're going to be there, and we get to show them off the first night on Thursday for kickoff night. Just we'll talk more about that in a moment. Parties, but I just want to mention parties. also that Primo and Primo Beer and Deadhead Rum will be at the event, and they're they're both back because they've been sponsors in the past. Yes. 
Um, um, Primo, we've had for years, and Deadhead's been uber loyal, and uh, they just keep busting out cool products. I know they're working on tequila right now, and a cocoa uh, 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 rum also. So we're, we're definitely glad to have them back. They've been very loyal, and they've got a good product, and they've been very good to the community. And I understand that uh, Polly High and Deadhead Rum are getting together for their room party, I think. Or is it the prom? It's the prom, I think. I think they're using them for both. I know the room party, they're planning on doing some kind of like jello shot uh, concoction, like school cafeteria people serving you. Yes. That would be cool. Like, uh, the prom was hilarious because I got to sit down with the owner of the Tropics last week and he proved everything. He's been very cool, very uh, open to the TP community, but we had to sit down and go minute by minute what's going on at the event and do a breakdown. Well, and when the prom came up, it was funny trying to define to him what a prom is like at a TP event. Well, actually, that's okay. So we don't really know, though. So Poly, Poly High, our favorite university, is um, is doing a prom. So they've done the yearbook. They're doing the prom. We're going to play an interview with Kari a little bit uh, later in the show. But wh how did you describe to the hotel owner what a tiki prom was? Well, we're talking about, you know, they're, they're using the front of the building. So it's not actually in the room. Oh, they're actually going to use the front private room that's part of the lobby that is larger that can hold the band hold the DJ and hold the bar. So just describing something much like a school prom where uh, I mean how it's laid out with Deadhead Rum, that we might have a punch with no alcohol in it and we give them the little bottles, the little heads. Just like high school. And people get to spike their own drink. Just like high school. Yeah, or they're gonna have a big vat where people have it and uh, Coffee, I know uh, Polly High wants people to dress up much like a prom. I Make still have my prom formal. dress. Uh, but yeah, going through the, the breakdown of the event is one of those things where you, I had to explain to him why a prom would be at a TV event and explain some kind of what Poly High is. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like an 80s party. Exactly. Explaining that into the TV <laughs> community. Yeah, I have my uh, prom dress and it is hideous. And I'm debating okay. whether I should wear it. It's hideous. But I think she should wear it, and then she should like spray paint hibiscus on it or something, I know, or it's, just it's you hot, know, it's hot pink. It really doesn't need. But I'll bring it next week, and we can look at it. But it's it's hideous. Uh, you know, I love that era. Like as we're as we're speaking now, I'm still watching Charles in charge, oh, and uh, just the fashions <laughs> of that era is just uh, it's heartwarming. You know. All the right. Reagan, the, Reagan the fact that Scott Bayo has had a career for so long is heartwarming. Well, the fact that Scott Bayo and Suzanne Summers still make money is Suzanne Summers is, is a shyster. <laughs> but that, she's she's far different. She she is a little nutty though. Yeah. Um. All right. So back on point, Rory. Uh, uh, do you recall um, at your last event you made a child cry? Yeah. Don't you make a child cry at so, every event? Stephen, that, that kind of angel gets the wing. Yeah, yeah. so, so Stephen, uh, one of the listeners to our podcast, I asked if anybody had any questions, and he said, can Rory get through the event without making my child cry? Oh, was he the kid that cried last time his? <laughs> it really depends. If the kid looks at me cross, there's going to be a problem. Uh, the kid tries to take my cocktail, obviously a problem. Well, you're kind of a loud guy, uh, so, you know. Those two were probably good. Well, Sunshine went through many years where he made my child cry every week. 
So you're not alone in making children. It cry. wasn't on purpose. You pushed his buttons. I well, yeah, yeah I may so. have. All right, so Sometimes Rory. I go to Disneyland just to make children cry. Exactly, you should. <laughs> I get paid That's to why do he, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rory, tell us about uh, wh- how cool is it that we're going back to the Caliente Tropics, where where it all started. This, this is a special occasion, including for myself. I'm I'm a fan of the Caliente Tropics, obviously by calling the event Tiki Caliente. Sure. I spun it off my love of the Caliente Tropics. So going back there is. Uh, pure bliss for me. This is what I've always wanted. It's the 50-year anniversary. Well, actually, last year was the 50th anniversary that went by with no fanfare. So for us to do the 50th anniversary mug that we just released yesterday, uh, that was, I don't want to say cooler than doing a uh, Caliente mug, but it was uh, fulfilling one of my dreams for Caliente 2, we, the Doug Horn mug was based off of a Tiki at the Caliente Tropics. So for me, this is what it's all about. I love the curve. They were great to us. We're still good friends with them. Uh, and a lot of them will be actually at the event. But the Caliente Tropics is the coolest thing in Tiki in my lifetime. Well, I mean, I, I missed the pool, for one. Yeah. That that giant oversized pool with all the all of the orange and that mid-century feel that it has is outstanding. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a bigger pool. Yeah, you know, the larger pool is great, and plus, it, it is truly one of those places I live locally that the stuff that's on the walls is history. You look at one of those TPs, it's not like something that was produced by somebody in the last 10 years. These are original pieces from... 50 years ago from uh, Tiki Carvers that are no longer with us. So when you see these pieces, it's a piece of history. When you go underneath that huge A-frame and you show up, you're seeing you know, an A-frame that beckoned people who drove across country and this was their destination. You can, you, you can kind of feel the history of that place. So to me, this year has been awesome because when we lost the curve, it was a frustrating end of 2014 for me because we didn't know what we were going to do. We were reaching out to other locations, and the tropics wasn't on the table because of the old ownership and problems we had. So when uh, we got the call that they had new owners, uh, something that seemed very frustrating for me turned into the best-case scenario that ended up happening. It was meant to be. Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah. Well, I, um, I, I'm, I think it's, it is an outstanding place to be. So I think it's going to be great for everybody. And, and the grounds, and the grounds are very nice. So um, we've got, we talked about the liquor, so we know where it's going to be at. Um, and now you've got uh, entertainment um, from Thursday till Sunday. So you've got uh, plenty cool. of things for people to hear, see, and do. Uh, but we should hear we should hear more of the music. What do yes, you think? Yes, I agree. Put some more music in there. Um, so I'm thinking uh, next we're gonna hear. Um, well, let's hear the Martini Kings. Of course. And then uh, so the Martini Kings with the winds of Waikoloa. I can't say Waikoloa. They get it. And the Ding Dong Devils with Room Crawl because I think that's the best way to explain to people what a room crawl is. It's educational. What a room crawl yeah. is. And uh, and then how about. Um, uh, let's do the Hula Girls with Moonshine Mai Tai. That sounds fabulous. Okay, so here's three more songs that you will hear uh, from the bands live at Tiki Caliente 7.
two floors down, or so I'm told, they're mixing up some Martian gold. It's black and red with blobs of brown. It glows and makes a gurgling sound. Folks who tried it swear they've seen little men with skin that's green. Grab a cup, fill it up. Inside a brew that 
Um, Thursday, for example, I believe we're kicking off with the Martini Kings. Is that right? Yeah, Martini Kings, which used to be our headliners and will be headliners again uh, someday, uh, we're not able to do Friday and Saturday. They couldn't do weekends because of uh, commitment to the family. So they were kind enough to be our kickoff band for Thursday, which is Good for me. probably like the strongest kickoff I've ever had for a Thursday, being the Martini Kings. Yeah. Uh, from there, we go right into the Miss Fluff original art show, which I talked to Claudette yesterday. And she's working on about 20 originals she's going to release at her art show that's going to be DJed by DJ Lee from Dionysus Records. Oh, that that's awesome. Yeah, so then after after that, we'll be going to some room party I heard something about. Yeah, where I have to serve people, the usual. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Starshine is always very excited oh, about <laughs> arriving early on the kickoff day and throwing decor all over the room. For and eight then, hours. And, and, then, yes. and then serving drinks for an hour I and a half or so. I love it. It's a working vacation, people. It's true. It is. I get free drinks from it, so it's okay. Yeah. I can say, and you also have a uh, the Jimmy Psycho experience or experiment uh, on Thursday, and that'll be the late night act, yeah? Jimmy Psycho will be playing a late night act in the bar uh, at Caliente Tropics, which is a, a bar that used to be Hawaiian Bills. Before that, it was Sambo's, The Reef, uh, a lot of history in this bar, so I'm glad we get to actually use these bar that's going to feel like a bar. We'll have bartenders behind, there's a counter, there's chairs. Uh, and some guy who we met at Tiki Oasis last year who was doing the room party for Deadhead Rock. So some one guy show who is like watching Alice Cooper meets Marty Rush. That sounds like a yeah, and I, and I had to go and I had to go listen to his music and check him out because I hadn't heard of him before. And you, I think people get the wrong impression by just the name. So yeah, I mean because so he has a love of old monster movie theme songs and TV shows mm-hmm. and things like that. And then he does kind of like a synth pop like ode to those things, oh, right? That Is that cool. how you describe yeah. it? Yeah. He's a, a one man show where he isn't just music. I mean, it's not going to be like watching an orchestra. You're watching a guy who will put on a prefab track and then be doing instruments in front of it with the big tiki mask and, you know, big muscular guy. Uh, he adds a great vibe to a show, but the times I've seen him, he's a fun guy to watch, but he's also a fun guy when you sit around drinking and talking to friends. It's not like you're going to miss any action if you look away and you're talking and enjoying the music at the same time. Right, right. It just adds an element of kind of darkness to the event. It adds an element of kind of danger to it just by his look and the kind of tone he brings into the place. Everything's kind of like in minors, so it sounds kind of really devilish and cool. I like that. Evil, maybe. Evil. All right, and we got Troy Fernandez and the Hooler Girls, who I actually, I already have their music already in my uh, iTunes library because I do like them both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have never, I haven't heard Troy Fernandez live because I missed him last time. I, I got like three or four calls from people that they wanted to pick this guy up and I, I didn't know who he was and after going on the internet and seeing the awards that uh, he's won in his lifetime for the music, uh, I, I reached out to him and as soon as we signed him, it was probably, the, uh, probably one of the greater responses we got for bringing on a new act. Well, and so great, great, great slap key guitar and... Yeah. Um, his his Christmas album is actually one of my favorites. Um, I I probably played it the last two years. I think you know around the house while I'm doing stuff around the holidays. 
Dusting, um, vacuuming. And so now I'm excited. I'm excited to hear him live and hear the the non-Christmas Troy Fernandez. Yes. <laughs> you only know the Christmas version. Yes. I just saw something on the internet with him playing Hotel California on the ukulele. And oh, nice. He, he is a very skilled musician. He's going to have his daughter with him doing part of the set with him, who's, uh, who's a great singer. And we might actually be using him later in the night also uh, in the inside bar. Might do a secondary set in the stage in the bar area, probably 10 or 11 o'clock at night. I think I would enjoy that very yeah, much. It's just chock full of yeah. entertainment this time. And the Hula Girls are back, so the Hula Girls have been to your events uh, several times in mm-hmm. the past. One of my absolute favorite acts, uh, both visually and for the ears. And for the ears. Yes. Well, I mean, they still have it. They're just they're they're a fun band. And they've got great energy, and they're a good kickoff to Friday because they can pick it up. And looking at the schedules for doing the events over the years, uh, I, I try to keep the event. Tiki is the theme every year, which there's not a lot of new uh, bands popping out of Woodwork, it seems like, but it's been two years since we used the Hula Girls, and uh, I just went on the internet watching old videos of them, and man, they're just a good kickoff number. They just got energy. It's good to see that. Well, and speaking of energy, uh, also the Glasgow Tiki Shakers are playing Saturday, and... they absolutely have some energy. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be playing them and all of the bands we just been we were just talking about, you know, on the show during this podcast. Um, but I think uh, live, I think they're one of the better acts I've ever seen. Oh yeah, oh, really? I think so too. Yeah, yeah, they just um, it, there's just something about their music that I don't know it. It's not the same when you're listening to it uh, recorded. There are ben- I mean, you like watching them in... Yeah, they, they come off live even better, I think. Yeah. When you see them live, there is a... It's... How do I say this without coming across strange? But it reminds me of like when you go to the Dresden in L.A. There's mm. something kind Kitchy. of apparently cool about yeah. them. They're up there, and they're like a little older than you know the typical kind of rockers. But... They just look so comfortable in their own skin when they're jamming that it's really fun to watch them because you can tell they're having a good time. Yeah, like a loungy experience. I like well, and I like when the band is having a good time because obviously they should be. Yeah. It makes the music yeah. sound. It makes the music sound better, and it really gets the audience into it. Uh, you know who re- always has a good time when they're playing is the Ding Dong Devils, mm-hmm. uh, and I um, I will be playing uh, their Room Crawl song. Uh, a little bit later because I, I think it's just a great way to explain to people what the hell a room crawl is anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I would say they are they are quirky and and I, what's a second word besides I mean quirky twice almost to describe yes. the ding dong devils. Quirky but, quirky. <laughs> but they could pretty much well, just when you look on their Facebook pages when you go back to the eighties with them, I mean, they were all punkers. Yeah. Look at these punk rock kind of kids. And I love that when you listen to their albums, they're the real deal of Kiki. They're fans. And the, the songs they're singing about are truly what's going on today, where everyone's trying to bring you back to old Hawaii or bring you back to uh, days of the past. They're not. They're kind of documenting what's going on now, which I think should, is valid and they should be at these events. Because we're going to need them. Yeah, they're because different. That's good. Still reflecting on the past, like the past was better than today. We live in pretty good days. Sure. Yeah, they've got a different spin on it. 
And they always yeah. look interesting, too. Oh, yeah, I always love their hats. Yeah. Uh, now, the sm- <laughs> Yes. Now, another another low-key, kind of good, chill band that you've got is the Smokin' Menahunes. And what time are they playing on Saturday? Menahunes are going to start about 11 o'clock, 11.30, maybe. Early afternoon to kind of get people out so, of the, uh, you know, their hangovers. Usually so, yeah, so our hair, of, our hair of the dog music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're perfect for that, and... It was just one of these things like the Smoke and Manorines, Martini Kings, both of them were acts that I used for Caliente One. Uh, and they were both very kind to me before we actually knew what a budget was. And we didn't know what, how big the crowd was and very kind to me financially in the first couple of years. And I love using them. They always do exactly what they're going to do, go up there, show people a good time. And these are the people who are going to show up to your event if they're playing the event or they're not playing the event. So you kind of want to back those horses. And then, still we're talking about Saturday, Tiki Joe's Ocean, amazing. Mm-hmm. All the way from Hawaii. Tiki Joe's Ocean I'm excited about. Uh, just because they won a bunch of awards again. It's a band we've never used before. And they have a great ability to do exotica laid back but also kick into overdrive with like California girls with some ripping kind of 80s riffs in it. So they, they, they're not as laid back as everyone might assume being more of an exotic stuff band. They've got a lot of energy to them. And Andy Nazelle, bad teaming with Marty Lush on this is, you know, it's just fun when you bring guys together like that. Last year when we did Alika Lyman with Marty Lush, uh, I mean, Alika's up for winning awards for that album this year. So uh, I'm glad we got to use the Alika Lyman group last year. Uh, it's a piece of history that everyone got to see. And once again, see Joe's Ocean bringing them out this way. It's a band that not everyone on our, our coast gets to see often. Right, I'm right. About having them down here. I mean, we were lucky enough to see their Christmas show a couple years back, but... Um, I didn't know who Tiki Joe's Ocean was until that evening, yeah. and since then I have all their albums, and you know they're always they're always in my cycle of what I'm listening to around the Tiki Bar. Yeah, and they're, well, there are another ones we're talking about where they support the Tiki scene, even with the art that's on the covers. Uh, I, I appreciate part of the reason I enjoy doing the event is we're building history now. It's nice to reflect on the past, but right now we live in cool days. We're building beautiful mods, great memories for people. And bands like Tiki Joe's Ocean, the Ding Dong Devils, they're not reflecting as much on the past as they're kind of morphing what's going on right now. I should cool girls also. And kind of they're the history of today. Well, now, you, so you mentioned, you know, uh, building history and, and your event keeps getting um, not necessarily bigger per se, but more value because, okay, so we're not even done talking about the entertainment yet. And then... Starshine feels like I'm holding her hostage. Jesus, it's been like six hours I've well, been here recording this, this show. This episode is, is much longer than usual, like we mentioned, and we have a lot of music in the interviews. It's a special show. It's a very, it's a very special, the more you know. Yes. It's a very, very <laughs> special. Just trying to help. Um, aren't you excited about our own room party, the totally tacky, tiki 80s dance I'm party? I'm always excited about room parties and 80s music. Uh, so we're going to serve, um, I know, one drink that you're not necessarily excited about. Which is, do you remember? I'm sex, sure it's something sex, sex something beach. 80s that has peach schnapps in it would be yeah. a horror a horror to me. So we are going to serve sex on the beach, which I know is not one of your favorites, but when it is made with good and with good quality ingredients and balanced well, it's actually 
a pretty darn decent drink. And Peach so is Schnapps. a Long Island iced tea. Peach Schnapps just reminds me of being young and vomiting. Well, the peach is supposed to be kind of a back note. It's yeah. not supposed to be so upfront like it usually is. But that's the in problem is that when you go to a bar, it usually is upfront. And front. all they do is mix uh, OJ, peach schnapps, like grenadine, yes. and vodka or rum, and call it. I can taste it now. Yeah, yeah no, not, not good. good. But if you use uh, if you use fresh juice and use. Uh, the right balance of uh, liquor and even the dilution, the shaking of ice, it's actually good. And then we're going to do a Long Island iced tea and a Blue Hawaiian. We're doing three freaking drinks. Yeah, it's a lot for me to explain to people. Uh, but but everybody knows. But what they a, know what they are. A Long Island, exactly. A, yeah. So um, we'll just say like, try try one of the three tackiest drinks you've already had. But this time you're going to like it. I don't it. want to say think of your childhood, <laughs> but think of when you started drinking and pick one of these drinks. But yeah, but this time you're really going to like it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, all of this, all of this talking about alcohol makes me want to listen to some more music. So here's more, more from the bands that are going to be at Tiki Caliente Seven. Here is uh, Tiki Joe's Ocean with Ipanema, and the Glasgow Tiki Shakers with Bamboo Boogie, and Trey Fernandez with Maui Hawaii. No, Maui Hawaii. I'm, I've been drinking. Jesus Christ! How much Ma- have you been drinking? I. Not much. Not much for Maui, the day. Maui Hawaiian Supperman. You got that? Yeah. Maui Hawaiian Supperman. Yeah. Okay. Troy Fernandez will be playing his slacky guitar at the Tiki Caliente 7 and um, also looking forward to the Glasgow Tiki Shakers. You need to stop. You're rambling. And Tiki Joe's Ocean, as we as Rory mentioned, coming all the way from Hawaii. Ramble, ramble, ramble. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here's the music.
I want to go back to the tiki mugs real quick. You have three different mugs this time, right? Yeah. So there's there's the event mug, which you always want to have in your collection. I have the entire set, so I have to make make sure you know I I bought mine. I have to have mine. And then you added uh, a diver mug, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. For the 100th anniversary of uh, the Mark V helmet. This is the 100th anniversary, so we made a mug. You gotta have a mug for that. If you're into, if you're into diving or <laughs> or nautical yeah, stuff, you you know all about that. <laughs> I'm always into that. <laughs> okay, now I have to ask, what did you were thinking? Okay, there's the 100th anniversary of the dive helmet, and we're gonna, gonna make, make a, a mug out of it, or like, how did that actually happen? No, you know, the conversation truly went. Last year we did a coconut mug that was a limited edition piece. What we started doing was. When you tap the event like we do, say 500 people, uh, you're locking in 500 people, and when you do it after a couple of years, uh, it's not becoming more stressful because it's the same size. It's almost autopilot. Sure. And I want to keep the mug for the event around 200 instead of 300, like Oasis or Hoopula does, or 350 or 400. So I say, hey, get your event mug. There's only going to be 200 this year, 225 because we're doing 25 with the red eyes. And I want it sold out by the time the event takes place. Because then the next thing is when you see them on eBay, people are asking two to three hundred dollars for it. I wow. want you to get that value. You're buying a mug for you know sixty to eighty bucks, depending on when you purchase your mug, and then you enjoy it. And if for some reason you had to sell it, you're gonna make a nice chunk of change off of it. And then the secondary mug that we did last year and this year is like the 2015 Caliente mug, where we did the diver helmet last year the coconut you know for me as somebody who likes to drink out of uh, my my mug they're accessible cocktail attire or uh, glasses they're easier to drink out of than a octopus or a papa new guinea guy with a sharp head mm-hmm. so they're more functional pieces of art well that is true but and i will tell you though one of my favorite mugs is the taboo mug uh, you know, is the, the skull mug? Yeah. I, I I love that one. So I mean, you you've always partnered with great artists on your mugs. Um, and I I really, I'm not just saying this because I've been coming to your event for so long, but um, I don't buy all the mugs from all the other events, but I absolutely buy all of the mugs from your events. Sure, because they're good mugs. Like, yes, they're pre- they're pretty damn snazzy. They're snazzy. I, I think we do a good job. Uh, it, it, Doug Horn's an exceptional artist, but he's also very kind to kind of let us morph screw with his art a little bit. So it's always fun when you have Doug start out with something and I add a little something. And then by the time John gets it, John, uh, Doug and I like to say is he molderizes everything, where you send him something and it comes back looking like John, John's version of what you sent. Which, if you remember Mod a couple years ago with the Shag Mud, he made the Fire Dancer Mud that was a, a Shag original. It's kind of beautiful, but it ended up morphing into like a, it looked like a penis. So <laughs> we did the event, and we're like, but dude, that looks like a penis. <laughs> well, everyone needs a so, mug that looks like a penis, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Actually, I, I think you should make a you should make a a set of uh, tiki serving trays that look like penises, but only from a distance. <laughs> Not when you get up close. <laughs> It can't be, you can't tell right away. It, should, it has to be hidden a little bit. Um, so, let's see. Uh, are any of the mugs sold out yet? Or are they still available? The octopus mug, which is the main event mug, 
We are sitting at 211 sold of the 225. So that's by the event, sales in the next couple days. Yeah, so by the fun. event, you expect that at least one or more of these mugs will be sold out. Uh, if not, we're going to kill the sale, and then we'll put the last remaining five, for example, at the uh, event at a higher price point. So if you're listening... Same thing with the, the Diver Helmet. The Diver Helmet is an open edition for 2015. So if somebody wants them, we'll get it. The problem being the shipping, if you want to pick one up at the event or pre-buy them, there'll only be 100 being delivered to the hotel. So right now we're sitting at 87. So there's a couple more we'll sell before we kill that sale. And then as we told you, we're doing the uh, 50th anniversary of the Caliente Tropics mug. Uh, which is a great mug that we just released yesterday, still going through the glazing, already sold 64 of the 100 that we're going to have at the event. Wow. Uh, that one we might end up doing 200, 250, because there's large demand outside of the, the our event. But there will oh, only so be 100 brought to the grounds, because right now we're shipping 440 mugs to the uh, hotel, which isn't cheap. That's taking up a whole room. Yeah, well, I mean, but but it's all great stuff. So people can go to tiki-caliente.com and go to the sales and info page, um, and they can check out the mugs, buy their mugs, and get in on that now because they don't want to miss it. No, get them. Uh, they're, they're both, or all three of them will be highly collectible. And the 50th anniversary mug, which is the newest we released, it's a no-brainer. This is a historic mug. First time we've done a mug of the Tropics Hotel uh, back in... 2003, when Tiki Oasis was there, they did a rendering of it that was the Caliente Tropics, which was a relief style. Cool mug. I own, uh, own that mug. It is in three different colors, but to bring it back to an actual Tiki on grounds and have just the Tropics Hotel on it, not the Caliente Tropics, kind of kicking it old school. This is the first time it's ever been done. Well, oh, and by the way, you can fill it with booze. Yeah, of course. That's, that makes it you know, 300% better. Makes everything better. This, and this is what's so great about a Tiki event. You have you have alcohol sponsors, and then you have the uh, cool merchandise that holds your cocktail. Uh, you've got all this outstanding entertainment the entire weekend. It's, your your whole event is just jam-packed with um, more stuff than you can shake a stick at. Uh, we haven't even talked about Sunday night yet. Or Sunday, you have... Um, uh, Jason Aramoto, and he, this is the guy that does like the 80s ukulele, right? Yeah, he might be good for your room party. <laughs> oh, I like 80s and ukulele. So I will we'll be playing something from him a, a little bit later. Take On Me is one of my favorite 80s songs, mm -hmm. and, and he does play he did that one. a great one. job with that. <laughs> it's an outstanding song. Um, and then uh, you also have Chemo playing on Sunday, which is very, very good chill for a Sunday afternoon. They'll be playing during sundown. We'll also have uh, guest DJs all weekend long. Uh, so versus the old days, we used to have Big Tiki Dude, our good friend uh, Jeff, who will not be playing this year. He will be coming to enjoy some cocktails with us. But what we actually have going is uh, we're going to have a sound system in place with pre-recorded tracks and also pre-recorded material we put on there between Marty Lush and myself. But guest DJing in the bar, lobbying and outside with uh, Audrey Moorhead, uh, Bob Jack, DJ Boz. So there will be DJs throughout the weekend too. I just I don't know how much more um, how much more you can add. Really, is there anything else that you haven't added that you want to tell us about? Be slot machines. <laughs> we might add something more to uh, later Sunday night. 
but at this point, uh, I, I always want to make sure that people have enough time to travel around the town if they want and see some other things. Yeah. Uh, and I want I want it to be a vacation for people. I don't want it to, so people not uh, can't necessarily see everything. As you know, we did the rum symposium that sold out. There might be a chance we could possibly add one more class. Uh, I can't confirm that at this point. But I, I want people to be to be able to come out of this weekend and not be exhausted. They, if they plan it right, they should be able to enjoy it all and maybe come home and actually feel like they've been on a vacation. Well, yeah, I like I I don't make myself go to and and see and hear everything that's going on at the event because I know better. And that's probably good advice to people if this if this is your first uh, weekend tiki event especially. Well, we can't because we're prepping everything in your well, room for well, hours on end. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so there's maybe some other reasons yeah. that we don't make it. But sometimes there'll be a band on stage and... Um, and so I will, I'll, I'll walk down to the stage and I'll catch a little bit of it. But I, because it's, it's all inclusive, I don't feel obligated that I have to hear everything and hear all of it. You can get parts of things and then you can sit longer for the people that you're really, really looking forward to. Um, and you can choose and pick and that's, that's really outstanding. Yeah, it's nice. I agree. Yeah, it's, it's set up, I think, pretty well. After doing it seven years, uh, I wouldn't morph much of the event. I like the way it, it kind of flows. I like the ability to be part of the scene or just sit back and then kind of people watch. And I think as long as we keep it to size, I mean, I know you and I kind of talked about a situation with a patron uh, earlier, trying to get a room on grounds where uh, I, I like the crowd we have now. If it gets to a point where it's hustle and bustle and people are fighting to get things and demanding certain things, getting what I want from the event. I don't even want those people at the event. Mm -hmm. I want people who want to have a good time and relax and understand Ohana and treating people with respect. Exactly. I Well, I mean, we always have not great luck. It's not luck. It's just um, we see people every year that we've seen before, and you meet new people as well, um, and everybody just... Seriously, it's very friendly and familiar yeah, with each it's other. It's a good time. Yeah. And and the alcohol and the and the music doesn't hurt. You know, no, it helps it helps people get along. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so you got all that entertainment and we talked about the mugs and everything. Um, and then there's the room parties on top of that. God, it's too much. <laughs> so um, Polly High has a room. Uh, we have the Flaming Tiki is coming back. Zen Tiki Lounge will be hosting a room. We have some folks that are doing some crawl only where we'll have great opportunity for people to try some wonderful cocktails. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to tip your bartenders. Gosh, nobody likes, nobody, <laughs> nobody but a porn star likes getting stiffed. Well, I don't even know if a porn star gets paid to get stiffed. They don't like it. I, well, I, when I get paid for my job, I like that part. You get stiff for your job? No, but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right, I, let's, let's... You let's, walked into that one. Uh, but, but, the, but the room crawl, the room parties are one of the things that I always look forward to. Hence why I um, throw a party every year, because I, I, I love it. It's always fun. They're so unique, and trying to explain that to people that have never been to an event where there's a room crawl before, they look at you like you're on crack. You know, they don't understand that you go into a room and get a drink for a dollar and do that all day. Yeah, people. Well, that, that, that was another fun part to bring up to the new owner of the Caliente yeah. property. <laughs> is room like, so yeah, we're going to jam 300 people in one of your single bedrooms. Yeah. And uh, uh, it, it's a great concept. I think it's always fun because not everyone wants to run a full-fledged event. But having an event within a, an event is something they can manage. And, man, you know what? We got some great mythologists in the group. We also have some great hosts. 
that I've been to room parties that you're like, these guys are like Mr. Rourke and Tattoo. They can show you a good time, make you comfortable, pour you a good drink, and then an hour later, they get to go to the next room and be served by some, someone else, which exactly. I think is a, a great way to serve your vacation. That is Starshine's favorite part of the room party, is shutting it down so then we can go do something else. Exactly. Well, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Not your slaves, people. Move on. <laughs> she does. She gets Henri, but she's she's one of the best hostesses a guy could ever hope for. And and Kehlani will be there as well. Um, all of us from the Zen Tiki Lounge will be there, and uh, we're ready to serve a couple yes. hundred drinks over the weekend. Kehlani doesn't get. Yeah, we want we want to thank you guys again, of course, for he heading off the uh, room parties. Uh, it's you guys, you guys always do a great job making everyone feel welcome and getting the time for us set up and you guys have been a great partner for uh, the Tipitalia and the event so I'd like to thank all of you guys. Well, cheers and mahalo to you because we really enjoy it. Um, now, before before we finish up, it is, it is getting to that time. Uh, the main hotel is sold out and then so is one of the neighboring hotels. So what, uh, what hotel options are you now recommending for people? If people are gonna come in right now, you probably still get a room at the Motel 6. It's outside of my package that's directly next to the Caliente Tropic. Mm -hmm. If you go on the internet, though, verify you're going to the right Motel 6 because there's three in Palm Springs. I think oh. it's 593 Palm Canyon, but verify uh, by looking at a map that you're going to the right one. If not, go to the Curve Hotel where we used to do the event. Oh, there you but go. And they're, all walking, and they're all walking distance, so you don't have to worry about driving or even getting a cab. You're just going to stumble home to your room. Exactly. All very close. The only thing we're sitting on now that we'd like to inform uh, our group for, and it might change within the next couple days, is at this point we do not have food on grounds. We're trying to get somebody on. If not, you've got 12 restaurants walking distance from the hotel. And the other thing we're still trying to iron out is for the bar that is going to be in the lobby, the actual functional bar with bartenders, they might only be taking cash. So uh, I will send an email to everybody closer to the date, but if everyone can bring some sunscreen, some cash, and be able to possibly watch your food if we don't end up getting, uh, getting somebody in the next week or so, those things will all be appreciated. But I believe the rooms have refrigerators so you can bring your own grub, but you're walking distance to Elmer's, walking distance to the Ace. Uh, Mr. Parker, not Mr. Parker, I'm sorry, uh, the, uh, Mr. Lyons in, the Lyons in just changed to uh, Mr. Lyons. So you have plenty of options here in Palm Springs. Oh, so is Lyons, is oh, Lyons open? The... We had heard that it closed. Yeah, I thought it closed. They, they closed it. Uh, it's been taken over by the people who actually own Burba, and it is opening as uh, Mr. Lyons in. Oh. Well, I, we would like to see them open again. I, I hope they kept all the kitchen inside. I believe they did. Because we like kitsch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love kitsch too. Uh, it's one of those things where the people taking over that spot are highly successful because they own Cheekies and uh, Burba and both very successful businesses. And I would think they didn't keep the interior, but I, I respect that they're keeping the name and keeping some of it. But I, I don't know that for sure. Just rumors around Palm Well, we'll have to try it out. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. we, we well, we, the the food the the food in uh, Palm Springs is great, and and Starshine and I love going to Sherman's Deli. And the other one, Manhattan. Manhattan's, yes. Yeah, that one's good yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go you can't go wrong with either of those. I yeah. mean, if you're only gonna eat once a day, 
Yes. <laughs> go to yeah, one of those. Get, yes. And, and take the other half home in a box, yes. put it or put it in the fridge in your room, and you're good to go. Eat it after for when the you've been <laughs> drinking and dancing, and you need to run back to your room and throw some carbs into your stomach, exactly. and then go back at it. That's why I love this town. The uh, restaurants have gotten even much better in since 2006. Every year has been more options. Great sushi restaurant down here. Great mythology places like bar. Uh, bootlegger uh this town is becoming hip finally they're, they're catching up to the event i'd like to go to the bootlegger well and so let's so let's uh let's finish it there so bootlegger is the newest tiki bar in town we and we're hearing great things and unfortunately the last time we were in palm springs we didn't make it there um so not an official event going on at bootlegger right but obviously people are going to be going on down there no i love bootlegger i was there actually yesterday with my friends from live magazine who are also sponsoring the tiki Kali event so a big shout out to my friend Levy and Julie, who own Live Magazine, are actually giving us two full page uh, Dead Horns posters already completed, which he's got a full page ad that we haven't released yet to the fans. Claudette's art shows a full page ad. Then Kari from Poly High did an article on the event that is 300 words. So when you come down to Palm Springs, grab your live magazines, and they'll be in the lobby so you can see the history. But uh, Bootleggers is a great place. It's one of those places where if you're a tiki file, you're still going to go in there and maybe critique it a little bit. It's not exactly meant for the tiki file. Mm -hmm. It's tiki, but they're playing 80s music. Um, that sounds like my dream. They don't have custom mugs, like merchandising that you're kind of used to it in the tiki community. But when you go down there, they have great customer service. Uh, they're fun. They've got really intricate, kind of brilliant little drinks that are not as traditional as we know, but you can see there's some TLC in there. And I would have loved to tie, tie together with them for the event. It's And it, maybe Sunday, we'll all go there Sunday night, whoever's staying late on Sunday. Problem being, it's a very small bar. Yeah. And uh, I can't, you know, have an event at a bar that can hold 50 people when there's 500 people at the event. I just squish them all in there. Oh, Rory, you're just too big. You're not thinking creatively. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the way you say. Oh well, I had to give you that opportunity yes, once yes. during the show. <laughs> every 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 time we do this on the show, I just have to give you that one opportunity to talk about it. Um, Thank you. Okay, so that's a ton of stuff. Uh, we are going to, through magic, edit this all together and make sure that everybody out there listening to the podcast hears all the great stuff that we just discussed about Tiki Caliente 7. That was exhausting. I know, I know. Um, again, tiki, <laughs> tiki-caliente.com is where people can go. But also join um, the Tiki Caliente Facebook page uh, so you can see Rory posting stuff live and updates on everything you want to know about the event. Um, Rory, if j there's just one last thing you want to tell people about Tiki Caliente, what would it be? You know, I would just like to thank everybody who's ever come to the event. Uh, we've been very lucky to have grown every year, not necessarily by volume, because we're trying to uh, keep it roughly the same number, but when we release symposiums or mugs, we try to keep the quality high, and every time we do release something like a mug or a symposium, I'm glad to see the excitement that people understand that we're not gouging you. We're giving you options to further your vacation, you know, wants. So thank you to everyone who's come. We would love to have new people. Uh, the one thing I look at in the community these days is we still need new blood. I, I don't know of a new Hawaiian, Polynesian, exotic band in the past couple of years that is, you know, new and awesome, which we need more of. 
uh, I don't know of a new artist that's on the scene that's mind-blowing. Uh, we need growth. So if you're an artist, if you're a musician, or if you're just a fan, you know, participate. Don't watch anymore. Participate. We need some new people in the scene. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody always likes something that... Um is is you know what it is and it's great and then yeah and then you want something that's also exciting and new so um yeah. i i yeah I, I hopefully that something comes up real soon mm-hmm. um but uh but we're all having a great time you know waiting doing what we're it. yeah <laughs> doing well doing what we're doing now and then waiting for it yeah well i know rory you'll you'll add you'll add new acts as they come along because you've been introducing um people for years yeah. and it's always a great time thank you well, uh, thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Uh, we're going to see you in just a couple of weeks at the event. And, yeah, it's, uh, only couple, and it's only like, what, a month away? Not even a month away. I don't know. No, I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> it's, only, it's only three weeks now. i got tiki dresses, uh, so. <laughs> and we're really looking forward to it. So um, cheers and aloha and mahalo and all that good stuff. Thank you, guys. It's time to go. You are so lying. You've told me that four times no, already. No, 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 no. This time, really, we're at the end of the episode. Yeah. It's time to go. We've uh, we've squeezed in every little thing that we possibly could. Yeah, if you trick me again, I'm just not even going to say goodbye to people. This drink is really good. It is, and I gave you mine so I could drive home. It's amazing that this cocktail has lasted over an hour and a half. Yes. Yes. Or is, it, or is it just that through editing, this through all the happened, magic of editing, you all, haven't had six drinks already? This happened. In it's a been one long a different drink. Timeline. Um, so we're excited about Tiki Caliente Seven. I am very excited. Kaylani's going to be there. We're going to be there. Uh, we're going to see lots of people that we know and love. Yes. Uh, Always a good time. Hop around from party to party. Yep. And uh, I'm looking forward to the Poly High Prom and dressing up a little bit. And uh, I mean, just being schnockered for a weekend. Yes, it sounds fabulous. All right. Well. I want to thank everybody for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Starshine and I are happy that we're going to see you, and Kaylani is looking forward to seeing you as well. I know she is. Yes, she likes seeing everyone. She's thinking something dirty right now. No doubt. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt she is. She's in the shower with her water pick shower massage. She's she's thinking about something totally, totally inappropriate. And And it's about you. And I know that... No one who sits behind this bar actually listens to this show except me. So <laughs> I never have to worry about anybody hearing these things. So I think you should approach her at Caliente and tell her how you enjoy thinking about her with her shower pick, and she will have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Should, yeah, actually, people, if you could do that, could you just please walk up to her and ask her about the her shower, shower massage? Pick. Yeah, her yeah. shower massage and see mm-hmm. what she, she says. She also has a vibrating bed. Well, she, doesn't she really everyone? Does. She puts quarters in it. Well, no, she really has. They have the, the dual reclining, self-sustainable, solar-powered, I don't know, magic bed. It's also only like a double. Yeah, it is kind of It's small. like tiny. It, it, forces, <laughs> it forces the husband to sleep on top of her. Apparently. <laughs> All right, well, enough about Kaylani. We're looking forward to seeing everybody at Tiki Caliente 7. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo.